So, after a lot of discussion, this uh, Reb Shmuel Abba, Reb Shmuel Abba Shapiro, uh, that he had with Repinya, Repinya Altes, um, he saw the merit of such an idea and he was concentrating on his and his family's covered rather than focusing on what is the greatest covered for the Sefer Torah? What was more respectful for the Sefer Torah? To be guarded by a descendant of the Tzadikim of Slavita or that it should be used by a Tzadik? Additionally, in opinion said that the Tzadik, meaning the Rebbe, would dive in for his uh, continued well-being as well as the neshama of his wife that just passed away. But once the Shmuel Abba considered giving away the Sefer Torah, there was a new question that came, in, came up. How much was the Sefer Torah actually worth? Now, this is not just a, like a speculating, like giving like a guessing game. Once people heard that he was thinking about the future of the Sefer Torah, people started offering him large sums of money for it. And they hoped that he would change his mind and put it up for sale to the highest bidder and whoever that would be. Now, because of Shmuel Abba's concern about his financial situation, so these large offers, they made a very big impression on him. Even though he already considered to give the Sefer Torah to the Rebbe as a gift. Additionally, he was told by some of the potential buyers that they believe that just like a person should not leave Eretz Yisrael to live somewhere else, so too a Sefer Torah should not leave Eretz Yisrael to go somewhere else. And this shocked him a little bit. Because the main reason he's thinking to give the Sefer Torah to the Rebbe is because it was an honor to the Sefer Torah. But now people were suggesting, oh, it's not an honor for the Sefer Torah because you're making the Sefer Torah leave Eretz Yisrael. And he said, as, as, and mentioning this to the Pinya, he said, as much as I feel to the Rebbe, as close as I feel to the Rebbe, both personally and as a relative of the Rebbe, perhaps it's not correct for me to send the Sefer Torah outside of Eretz Yisrael. By now, Rapinya had already informed the Rebbe that there was a strong probability that he would be receiving the Sefer Torah. And that it was very clear to the Pinya Altais that the Rebbe was very excited about it. Around Hanukkah time of that year, he had the honor of being at Shmuel Abba's messenger to, the, to present the Rebbe with the mezuzah, the summing box, and silver becher tray that the two brothers used while they were in prison. And when he was presented these articles, the Rebbe stood up and he said, what have I done to merit receiving these things? So, receiving the Sefer Torah would have been a huge thing for the Rebbe. One, like a moment that the Rebbe would cherish forever. And this, this was evident by uh, uh, to the opinion by the interest that Rebbe displayed writing about it, asking about it. So, first they had to, the first thing they had to do was actually make sure that this is Taka the Sefer Torah that the Slavita brothers used. 
And it's clear that if it's not the Sefer Torah of Mesiris Nefesh, the Rebbe would not have been interested in getting it. So Rapinio was quite distressed by these turn of events and, and uh, with a troubled heart he tells the Rebbe about the problem of sending a Sefer Torah outside of Eretz Yisrael. And the Rebbe replied that there's no halacha or even a hider mitzvah to prevent the removal of, of a Sefer Torah from Eretz Yisrael. And when Reb Shmuel Abba heard this, uh, he was fully prepared to give it to the Rebbe, as he had done with other items that he had from his ancestors. However, his friends, as well as those who were interested in uh, purchasing it for themselves, um, they reminded him, oh, you know, you're just going to give it away, and you know how much this thing is worth? How are you going to support yourself? And... Itake started to bother him. And once again, things came to a standhill. It wasn't really moving along. Now, Rapinio understood from the Rebbe that if the Sefer Torah were to be given as a gift, as a present, so the Rebbe would accept it. However, the Rebbe is not interested in going into to start bidding to see if he could purchase the Sefer Torah. The Rebbe specifically instructed that if Rashmul Abba insisted on receiving money, he, he could be given an amount, but not something that is seen as a bid, that we're bidding for it. Meaning, I'm not com- com- competing with that guy to get the same potato. If you want money, this is what we will give you, and that's it, finished. Um, yet, from the interest uh, the Rebbe showed the safer, from this, uh, about the same potato, it was clear to the opinion that this would be a present that the Rebbe would mamish enjoy and cherish. So what does he do? How much money should he offer? Now, Reb Shmuel Abba would consider his offer if he considers it too small. So he might reject it right away. On the other hand, if he offered too much, it would look like if he was bidding for it, which is something the Rebbe didn't want. So the Pinya finally came up with a solution. Said, yeah, it's true that he was not going to buy the Sefer Torah, although it was worth a tremendous amount of money. However, since Rabbi Shmuel Abba needed financial assistance, he needed help, it would only be proper for Hasidim to show him their appreciation for giving their Rebbe this extraordinary gift. So, in gratitude, they would help Rabbi Shmuel Abba cover his expenses for, for a few years. So that he could benefit. So after working out all the details, the opinion offered him offered to give him three thousand dollars. Now, according to U.S. government reports, the average income—how much money a person made in the USA that year—was four thousand three hundred dollars. I'm sorry, four thousand two hundred dollars. Um, now, think like this: in 19, we're talking about 1953. So 1953, rent for an apartment per month was a little under $75. So 3000 if you have $3,000, that covers your rent in, in, in Crown Heights for about three and a half years, give or take. Now in Eretz Yisrael, that money is worth, do you think, more or less? Less. Much more, right? Because Eretz Yisrael, I mean, maybe not today, but back then, $3,000 in America was worth a lot less than $3,000 in Eretz Yisrael. So 
$3,000, that basically covers living expenses, not living, not all living expenses, but let's say rent for, for the Shmuel Abba for three and a half years. This is all like a, like a, like a Be'erach type of thing. It's not, there's no exact, uh, exactly how long it lasted. Anyways, the Shmuel Abba willingly agreed, <clears throat> provided that he doesn't want that every month he gets $100 for the next 30 months. He wants all the money up front. And Rapinya, Altais had many brachis in his life. However, wealth was not one of those brachis, right? He wasn't a rich man. Um, but he was determined that the Rebbe should receive the Sefer Torah. But how's he supposed to get the money? All at one shot. In 1954, most Lubavitch Hasidim had only recently arrived in Eretz Yisrael as refugees from Russia or Europe. And... They didn't really have their own businesses yet. There wasn't money to go around. $3,000 was a huge amount. Um, like, 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 that's to any person, it was a huge amount. But for these Yidin Eretz Yisrael, it was probably even harder and, and, and longer. So the Pinya decided to first approach certain Lubavitchers who were, were successful and who uh, might have been able to help out. But to his great disappointment... They said, I'm sorry, we can't, it's too much for us. So Rapinya approached the chassid of Moshe Ashkenazi, who was the former Rav of Shanghai, in China. And he wasn't rich, and he was going through difficult times himself, but Rapinya felt that the schus of helping provide the Rebbe with the Sefer Teda would benefit him. So Moshe eagerly endorsed the idea, and he said, I'm going to raise the money myself. And although many people participated in this gift for the Rebbe and gave him some money, but from all the money the people gave, it wasn't that much. Um, but Ramesha said, I'm going to get the rest of it, don't worry. So he borrowed himself huge amounts of money from people. And he said, I'm going to make sure it gets paid back. And he even pawned and sold many of his own like, stuff in his own house. So after receiving the amount agreed upon in full, Reb Shmuel Abba gave the Sefer Torah to the Pinya and asked him to ensure that it would be safely delivered to the Rebbe in Brooklyn. The Pinya was thrilled to send the Rebbe a telegram informing him that the Sefer Torah was now in his possession and he inquired, how do I send it? How do I get it to the Rebbe? And the Rebbe said, well, Rebbe Yamin Gerdetsky is now in Eretz Yisrael. And he will be returning <coughs> to the United States very shortly. Send it with him. The Rebbe Yamin took the Sefer Taita and brought it to the Rebbe a few days before Rosh Hashanah Tavshin Tesvav. Um, and we're just going to, we're going to finish off the story tomorrow. Uh, for now, we'll leave it over there.